0: Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got involved in the disability community.
1: So my name is Maya Chubkov, and I am the founder, host, producer, editor of Proud Stutter Podcast, and I live in San Francisco, and I've had the podcast we launched a little over two years ago, so... Um so yeah I've been I've been doing it it's, it seems like I've been doing it way longer um and how I got involved in the disability community is really through launching the podcast I had never really identified as someone with a disability because I thought my stutter was something negative and something to be ashamed of and so I hit it for a lo- a long time um since I was little and not until the podcast is when I really started to like be introspective about myself and how my stutter is part of my identity and that's when I started asking some of those questions of like is stuttering a disability um am I part of the disability c- community am I d- disabled enough to to associate with the disability community and the more I thought about it and the more I really just you know spoke with other people the more I realized so much of my life I've been I haven't had access to a lot of opportunities because of my stutter so in that sense that's when I started owning and seeing myself as part of the disability community and wanting to get more involved.
0: Mm -hmm. So tell me about the proud stutter podcast. How did that, how did you come up with that idea?
1: Yeah. Like I said, I, I hid my stutter for a long time, would not ever talk about it. Um, I kind of pretended that my stutter didn't exist, even though there were many days where I'd stutter a lot. Um, but yeah, I just never really came to terms with it. Um, but during the pandemic, I got a new job and I was super depressed because I didn't like my, that job. I felt I was just so low and I, I just felt so exhausted because I don't know what the pandemic did, but, get it b- between getting a new job and like living through that my stutter was just so consistent and I and it was just popping up more than it had in a really long time and so I was just frustrated every day and I got to such a local place I was like I need something that will help me wake up in the morning and so I started thinking about what are some like cr- creative ways I can kind of get out of this funk and podcasting has always kind of been in the back of my mind because it's low barrier. You can, you know, all you need is an internet connection and a microphone and and so I was like, okay, I'm just going to do a podcast. And um, my fiance is actually my f- f- fiance at the time now husband. He gave me the idea of doing a podcast about stuttering because he's always been very curious about my stutter and as soon as he said that a light bulb went off and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And so, um, you know, there's more to the story, but, but but basically I was able to like really take my depression and put it and put it, put my energy into something that I actually enjoyed. And the more I started opening up about my stutter, the more I loved it. And, it really was freeing for, for me and so that's when i really felt like i could do a podcast about stuttering so that's yeah that's kind of the origin story
0: mhm you know a lot of people don't know what a stutter is like for those who like don't know much about the term or are curious about it what is a stutter what what goes into that
1: yeah so through having all of these interviews with people who stutter since launching the podcast, I've learned that stuttering comes in so many different forms and there's not really one way to stutter. Um, But I can talk about some of the types of stutters that I've encountered. So my, my own stutter, it's a mix of blocking. So sometimes I'm speaking and I'm trying to get a word out but instead, it's just silence, and so there's a lot of that silence and blocking g- going on. Usually, in my um, in my stutter, and I also um, repeat consonants a lot too. And sometimes I repeat consonants at the beginning of a word and in the middle of words. So, so that's kind of how my stutter is. Other people's stutter. Um, similar like some people prolong their consonants like Maya or Maya or Maya so it's just like so those are I think the three most common types of stuttering but so much of our stuttering is actually in people navigating around stuttering so another part of the stuttering experience is filler words. So like, um, like, you know, those types of words or, you know, like I actually say, you know, a lot. Cause that's my way of, <laughs> of navigating around my stutter. So, so yeah, that's just a little f- flavor of what stuttering is.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes when people speak in speak in front of large crowds, like at an award ceremony or auction, they often get so tensed up and like, Stutter because I I've I've heard people say I've got stage fright. I I'm not very comfortable in, you know talking into large crowds of people. So what I'm wondering is you know is that common for a stutter, and um like it w- is that common for a stutter, um it's what I want to ask.
1: Yeah, I mean for me because I can only really speak to my own experience. I don't. I don't stutter because I'm nervous. Um, Like, I think there are people that when they're nervous, they might stutter a little bit. But I think, you know, um, people who stutter, they stutter even without being nervous. So it's just kind of part of their their brain chemistry, I think. But... I think what I can say is many people who stutter including myself when they're public speaking the stuttering can come up um more often because they're in a situation where they feel uncomfortable um so I think in a lot of situations where there's nerves involved or um you're you know you might be on a stage with a lot of people looking at you or even in like a crowded room at a party. I think a lot of people who stutter can agree that the stuttering does tend to come up more and pop up more in those types of s- s- situations. So yeah, I think that's what I would say around people being nervous and stuttering versus a person who
0: stutters mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense so like my next question my my next question is like how do you sort of like minimize you know a person's a person's chances of stuttering All, although I could be wrong because stuttering is it, it's just a natural sort of part of you know how people's brain works so like I was wondering if you could like answer that question
1: yeah I mean I think um what I would say about that is there are certain situations where it's easier for me to just hide my stutter um and so some sometimes if I try really hard I can hide my stutter and but then I get so exhausted at the end of the day and even there's certain nights where or days where I try really hard to not stutter and I still stutter so there aren't really any techniques that really like fully get rid of my stutter a lot of it has to do with how much sleep I got the night before um how my mental health is that day um just there's so many factors that I think goes into my stutter that if I tried the same technique every day, it wouldn't help because there's just so many variables involved. Um, But one of the things that I have started doing that really helps ease the pressure I put on myself with my speech is I've learned to, let's say I'm mid stutter and I'm talking to, to someone and I literally just can't get the word out or it's taking me a long time I'll literally stop stuttering or I'll I'll pause and I'll be like hey I can't get this word out can you help me and so that's helped kind of ease the pressure off of me and it's helped me kind of address the stutter in in a way where it shows other people that it's just not a big deal I'm just having a little trouble speaking
0: mm-hmm uh yeah that, uh, that that's good to know um like my last question is what lessons or takeaways uh can people sort of learn from listening to your podcast what do you want them to like learn know take away
1: yeah i the biggest takeaway is that if you stutter and listen to the podcast, you are not alone. There are so many people who are emailing me and coming on the the, the the show telling their story. And so so yeah, no no, number one, you are not alone. If you stutter out there, there's a whole community out there that is ready to welcome you and embrace you. The second thing is um, for parents and people with loved ones who stutter and even people who stutter themselves. Stuttering is not a bad thing. Yes, stuttering is frustrating. Like I get frustrated every day when all I want to do is just get my point across and I I can't. And that's really frustrating. So I'm not down size i'm not trying to say like oh stuttering's great all the time but but stuttering has a lot of nuance yes stuttering can be annoying but stuttering is not a bad thing it's just a different way of speaking it's something that a lot of us can't control and so the more we can just build that acceptance the better we'll feel and i know everyone who stutters is on their own journey around their stutter and but where what whatever path you're on and wherever you're at there's someone else that's on that path too and um and yeah so it it's just it's okay to stutter but it's also okay to be fr- fr- frustrated with your stutter
0: mm hmm yeah that's good to know yeah <laughs>